We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Next up. Hey guys. Is Andrew. Oh, is, hi Andrew. Is Andrew just resetting? We are entering into the third part, what looks like, of this post game. Thank you to everybody who joined us. We are talking about uh, all things um, Donovan Mitchell and uh, KFS reaching a milestone. Uh, and oh, yeah, the Knicks played a game tonight. Um, I, Jer- Jeremy, I have no idea what you're, I'm getting. <laughs> no, now you're good. Now, okay. you're, now you're probably better. Okay. <laughs> Jeremy's texting me privately volume and it's then the he goes, no, you're too quiet. So <laughs> I have no idea yeah. whether to go too far away or too close. Just right. Regardless, uh, thank you to the over 550 now still watching with us on YouTube, which we, which a place where we just hit uh, over 10,000 subscribers. Um, and another reason why I am joining at the moment is because the next question is directed to me. Oh, I'll make this quick for those of you that tire of the baseball questions from Juanan for Andrew. Question for Andrew. How do the Mets get Soto? So I know what this is referencing. John, break the news to everybody. What does that mean? Uh, Juan? Is it Juan Soto? Juan Soto, yes. Juan Soto was described, who's a player, a a person I did not know existed before yesterday, was described to me by uh, noted baseball fanatic Bernardo Zorowski Mm -hmm. as. This is as. So he was. uh, He couldn't find a contract agreement with the Nats, and they are now going to try to trade him. So Bernard. Describe this to me as it was. It's this is as if Luka Doncic has gone on the trading block. Yes, and was like a year and a half away from free agency, and cost like half of what he's making in a in a, in a league where there's yeah sport. <laughs> yeah. Someone um, said it's the Herschel Walker. Package. It's gonna take that. So it's funny. I had a, my my 
friends that are Yankee fans. I don't know how you feel about this, Jeremy, but he was like, I'll give this, 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 but I'm not giving up Volpe and all of us in the chat just LOL'd at him. Well, and say I just, what Bernard said. Well, he was so, like, I would give up. I would tell them to pick any 10 prospects. You pick any 10 mm-hmm. prospects and then I'd probably still have to give more. So what I did was I took a screenshot of the ML Major League Baseball's uh, top 10 prospects that they have listed for the Yankees. And I just circled the top 10 yep. <laughs> and said, all right, this is what you're offering for Soto. Um, the other comp that Bernard gave was that Juan Soto is like 90% of Ted Williams, which is not that far off to like what the modern version of Ted Williams that just got on base consistently and uh, is 22 three years old. We talk about Obi Toppin is older than this guy. Like that, that's the way you can put it. Um, to answer Juanon's question, how the Mets get him, uh, two things would have to happen. Mike Rizzo, the general manager of the Nationals, would need to get fired. <laughs> and the owner, Ted Lerner, uh, weren't whatever his name is, the owner of the Nationals would need to die. Um, because the Nationals have not made a significant trade with the Mets since 2015. And it was Jerry Blevins from Matt Dendecker. Before that, you got to go back to Lastings Millage for Brian Schneider and Ryan Church. The Nationals hate the Mets and do not want to make deals with them. Um, that why. is... Actually, I wonder. It's just their division rivals. They're not trading him within the division. Um, I think the Yankees are in play, although they are going to have to back up the Brinks truck for Judge. I actually think, Jeremy, the... the um, Okay, now people are saying, check SNY News. Nats is already talking to the Mets. I think they're going to bring the Mets in because the Mets would absolutely be the highest bidder. I think the sneaky team, Jeremy, is the Giants. The San Francisco Giants have been in on Garrett Cole. They were in on Giancarlo Stanton. They were in on Mookie Betts. They were in on all these big-name guys and never got one. So they're the team that's willing to give him what will be a record-breaking contract um, if they get him. Well... What about the Padres? Wouldn't they? They, they they would too. Yeah, they would too. I guess my thought was that they already have Tatis, but that's only one, I guess. I mean, I'm looking, I'm just currently looking now through all of these teams in a basketball podcast, but like for what it's worth, I know this is never going to happen. So I feel fine saying it. The Mm -hmm. idea of a three team deal where the, where the Yankees can't believe I'm going to say it, trade Aaron judge to a team that's willing to pay him. Uh, and they send a bunch of prospects from that team and have prospects of their own and find a way to get Juan Soto. Like, could you sell a fan base on that? It it emotionally be horrible, but yeah, you could find a way to to do it. And it, it's never gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. When would that's this trade happen? Like the, that's the thing. It'd have to happen by this what deadline? August second. <laughs> yeah, and it's not. Gonna so be you're case. saying yeah. that I, in I, two I, weeks? I am not saying that. <laughs> I am not saying that at all. <laughs> After all this, the Aaron Judge. I think there's all. a better chance Luka Doncic ends up on the Knicks. Yes, yeah. I don't think the Nats are. Tra- I I see the report that shout out to <laughs> this is a tremendous name CAA Mafia. Uh, tweet uh, is in our our chat saying that Soto um to the Mets is being talked about by SNY. Respect to our friends over at SNY. Respect to to Andy Martino who's reporting this. Um, I do not agree and will believe that the Nats and Mets make a significant trade when it actually happens. Uh, I just don't see it happening within the division. Uh, what I would trade is Obi, IQ, RJ, Grimes, all the picks, all the swaps, all the protected picks. Um, I'd trade uh, 
Let's see this hat. I trade this Obi shirt. Shout out to Ernie for making it for us. Shout out to John for sending it. Uh, there's like six things I wouldn't trade for Juan Soto. I just don't think a deal is going to happen. Also, like he could just stay with the team through the end of the year, and then right. they could and have, then they could have the largest trade ever, or one I, of. I you, you understand why they? It's like when Anthony Davis when when Rich Paul sent that that report out that he's seeking a trade right before the deadline. Like they said it when they did so they can create an urgency. Um, so the Nats also definitely released that, that rumor. Oh yeah. They, they sent it out. So that way a team that is desperate yep. will want to trade for him now, but you're right. The off season makes more sense. I think we did this conversation. I, I was about to say, I wish I had anything to contribute to this conversation. You did. You no. told us about Juan Soto. And Juan Soto. Jeremy, John watched baseball yesterday. Oh yeah. What's well, I watched actually both games. I watched yeah. Ah. I didn't stay up till the end of the second game, but I watched the first Met game almost in its entirety. It's a very fun game. Great, great pick by uh, J.D. Davis. And then mm-hmm. uh, watched most of the second game. So. Yeah, I was watching Jerry Maguire with the Mets on the iPad last night. Go. And I was like bummed out because like I thought they were going to blow it and they got the double play to end it. I was like, oh, wow, I'm actually, I'm actually you happy. You complete me, New York Mets. That's, okay. that's baseball season. Next up. Jessica, what's going on, Jessica? Congrats, guys. Thank you for your constant graciousness and great flow of quality content. Here's to 100,000 subs next. Yeah, maybe by the time uh, Donovan Mitchell hoists a championship trophy, we'll get to 100,000. Maybe. Happen. Yeah. It's not Why crazy. Not? Always appreciate you, Jessica. Lunas Emirat, uh, sorry if this was said, just tuned in, felt begly report... Uh, a deal will eventually get done for New York is the biggest info to come out. I don't think he'd just say that. So that's it's funny. I I glanced on Twitter and saw some people um, speaking about this. My impression of him saying that was more he thinks a deal will get done in which Donovan Mitchell is traded more than I I don't know. I I I, I should. I would like to ask him about this. Actually, I read it as the way that Lunas is presenting it. That it's it will be to sport. the Knicks. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the interesting part of it, though, is he in the same video talked about Miami being an interested party. That's and wrote that as much. Uh, wrote wrote as much as well. Yeah, I just part of me feels like and I don't know, but he would have said he. In his opinion, Donovan Mitchell will be traded. Maybe versus yeah. a deal will be done. I just yeah. I think there there's a distinct, but I'd have to reread or review it again. Yeah, I don't. It's a it's a good question. I wish I had a, a better answer. I, my my take was that it, initially I agreed with both of you, but then I I should rewatch. I'm not sure. Uh, I'll I'll try to ask Ian. We'll we'll see. Um, Robert Cross, Mr. Grumpy being here is detrimental to RJ's development. Mr. Grumpy being uh, Julius Randle, of course, and eventually wholly blocks Obi. Drives me nuts. Hashtag 53 wins. Robert is definitely on his shit today um, with another one. First time, long time cutlets. The second star is Broadway Barrett. The tortoise wins the race. I don't want any Celtics retreads here. Oof. Bring in the heat. Jason Damn. Tatum is the Celtics retread. I just on the Barrett point, I think this, I, and I want to be very clear. This is not my opinion of RJ Barrett, but the fact that Danny Ainge is so willing to 
move on from Barrett as a potential piece in this deal, which by all indications he is seemingly willing to do because he wants to focus on the picks. If he thought Barrett was that like a, a future, you know, all NBA level player, I don't think he would be doing that. And I think most of the NBA, at least in terms of how the media are um, speaking about this potential trade, which is in much the same way we are speaking about it, which is where do you get the second star, right? And going to Fred Katz's great piece from a few weeks ago about he spoke to 16 front office executives. Not one person said they would give RJ Barrett the max. The opinion out there right now, Robert, is that, you know, nobody agrees with you. Now, you know who hears all that? RJ Barrett and I'm sure it is motivating him right now to be the best RJ Barrett that he could be I just to sit here right now and say that oh RJ will be the second guy I hope it happens I don't think it's crazy to suggest as much but you know I'll go to the point I've been making all along which is that plan for RJ not to be the second guy and if he pops and he's the second guy or if he's the first guy or if he's the third guy whatever you want to call it and he's a tremendous top 25 player, then great. But you've also yeah. planned in a way where you've now made a juggernaut. And that's great to me. But to me, like going with RJ and the whole jazz conversation, it reminds me of Brandon Ingram, where he was coming off of his third year. He had had DVT and was not healthy. It's almost like the Pelicans being like, yeah, we don't want any part of Brandon Ingram because we have to pay him in a year. They still took him. I'm not, I'm not trying to make a one-to-one comparison with Ingram or RJ Barrett. I'm not. It's just like Ingram also needed time and he's a very good player right now. Oh, I love, but, but it's just still the mindset of like, okay, like that different where you just don't want him at all. Okay. Well, if picks is what you prefer, then picks it is. That's okay. We'll keep RJ Barrett. And I hope it works out for both parties. Um, CT Pittman, what's going on, CT? Here's a wrench to throw in. Does Tibbs get a contract extension if he gets at least 45 wins? Uh, didn't he get... He got a five-year contract, right? Yeah, and they've already guaranteed all five years. Cause so, uh, so I no. I don't, I don't know where they're at. I think... No. It, 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 give, give him another year. Um, and then maybe... I mean, When man. Social Security kicks in for him. You should not. It's not even a joke. It's not. It's just. It's gonna be literally, yeah. literally the case. <laughs> uh, good question, though. I like that. Mellow from Toronto. What's going on, man? My guys just wanted to hop here and say congrats on 10K. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for always contributing to and and contributing. Um, not only with super chats, but to the conversation. Um, y'all got me through some dark times these past couple of years. At least we could do, and that's honestly priceless for me. For that, I'm forever thankful to KFS. Let's go next. Appreciate you, Mel from Toronto. Missed you on the uh, the live stream today, but I know you'll be back when the real the real games start. No shade on summer league. What do you mean, real games? John's just been putting down this final when this the Knicks guy. make the final. You know what it was because the game was fucking ass. Why do you hate summer league, <laughs> John? Did you see the box score? It was eighty four seventy seven. 
I legit. I don't care about the context. <laughs> it means it was a seven point game. I don't care if it was a double digit deficit. I'm ignoring all context the, to say that it's it was it was close. That was worse than many games that we watched in the 2017-18 season. Yeah. Maybe, but there was more at stake for this one. <laughs> Same amount of talent level. <laughs> Same betrayal. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's have some respect for <laughs> oh, Grimes. Here. Apologies. Okay. Quit, <laughs> respect to Quentin Grimes. Well done, Jeremy. Oh, man. Next okay. up. Next up. Ca- Callum Lewis, congrats on 10K, guys. Never really said anything in the chat, but I'm always listening and watching from the UK. Keep up the great work. Three legends, man. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. Appreciate you watching. Appreciate you contributing. Appreciate your congratulations. Across uh, the pond, right? That's where the UK... That's what they say about the UK. They're across the pond. That it is across the pond. Okay. Yes. okay. Well, you know, oh. it's it's the pond is the Atlantic Ocean. It's not like a pond. Oh, word. That's out there. Oh, I did. I did. Um, yeah, I know. Playing into the. Can you? Na- I know. Should we are. put Andrew on the spot no. right now and ask him to name all four components of the UK? England. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Scotland. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Um. Uh. This is oh uh, man, England, Scotland. There's another obvious one. Is there really? Mm-hmm. No, I can't name the other two. Think of an animal, but it's not an animal. Think of it. What? Think of the name of an animal, but it's okay. not spelled the same way as the animal. I uh, oh whales. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I believe it's isn't it called the Republic of Wales technically? Okay, might be. I'm, I'm, I think I it's called the Republic of Kells. I'm look oh, it. the chat spoiled it. The Northern Ireland is the other one. Do you know so there's, there's UK Ireland and North? There's Ireland and Northern Ireland. There, yes, that was what the whole uh, IRA issue was. A lot, lot of, a lot of history there. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, shoot. Do you know there's the UK and Britain? No, I don't actually. That Britain is the island that is England, Scotland, and Wales, and Great Britain is that island. Actually, the UK is that island yeah. and Northern Ireland. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I listen. I was talking to somebody yesterday about like what the KFS brand is, and I I tried to be as humble as possible when I said this. But I was like, I really do feel like you get an education when you come here, whether it's an actual education or you just become a smarter basketball fan. Either or. And, um, Andrew, capital of Wales. Uh, <laughs> dolphin. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how many how many vowels are in the capital? How many seriously? Two. Because they're there are Welsh words that have in an incredible amount of vowels. It's insane. Two it's almost vowels. like uh, interesting. What's the capital of Wales? You really don't know it? I couldn't okay. name a city in Wales. I c- I couldn't either. It's Cardiff. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Duh. Rolls right off the top. <laughs> no offense to any subscribers in Cardiff. We're gonna go under ten thousand now. Or Wales. Okay. Or Wales. Yes. We appreciate all job. you bad, across bad the pond. You. Yes. Next up is a question for me too. Juan Cruz asks, You guys are the best. Look forward to the chat. My question is, is Juan Soto a Met today? You're gonna be refreshing that account every day until the end of his career. Then They'll they'll call Brody Van Wagen and up to rehire him, and then when Juan Soto is thirty eight and still making thirty five million a year, they'll trade their best prospect for him. Shout out Robinson Cano. But hey, that best prospect's probably not going to pan out. So. Yes, and then we'll get Edwin Diaz in the trade to make me feel better about it. <laughs> the most unhittable thing I've ever seen. I know who sixty three year old Edwin Diaz. Exactly. Yeah. They'll yeah. get Edwin Diaz in that yeah. trade too, because mm-hmm. we'll have Con to wherever wherever he is. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. We are caught up on super chats. Hey, all right. So, uh, anything, anything else we got to talk about before we get out of here? Um, I think this is like an official, a pun intended, cap on the off season for. Uh, I know technically, like the Donovan Mitchell sweepstakes are gonna keep going, but summer league signals a point of ending for this off for the off season. I think for a lot of the NBA people in their calendar so yeah. we can just kind of if you want to put a cap on it we have like 15 minutes so we can do so um it's I, I have to go back to what i said at the top of the show it's impossible to put a cap on where things are at right now because of the uncertainty because the the direction the, the two pivot points or the, the pivot point, the fork in the road, as it were, where the Knicks are at right now in terms of Donovan Mitchell or no Donovan Mitchell. Well, I agree if they don't get him, 
you know, there's still a lot to be excited. Like before, how about this? Before, what was the first report that dropped? Right, I think it was Woj initially saying that they would. Right, was it Woj that they would listen, or was it Chams that they would listen on to offers or something? The Jazz. Yeah, the Woj. It was Woj, and then Chams, I think, said, said like, they discussed discussions. With yeah. If those reports never come out, right, and it's just. All right, we got Jalen Brunson, we got Isaiah Hardenstein, we got the kids coming back for another year. I think we're all really excited. I think we're all really, you know, pumped up about the season. I think we're looking forward to watching the the young players play. I think we're wondering, can they get value for Randall? Can they move Randall and, and open up space for top end? The whole thing. But there is definitely a sense of like, well. This is all nice and fun and cute, but it's still the the whatever the whatever the finish line of this iteration of this team is is not. I mean, it's not a championship, right? I, I don't think I'm saying anything untoward here. Um, whereas if they get Donovan Mitchell, then immediately it's like, oh, well the Knicks are on the NBA's map in a way that they were not previously. And that, you know, may not matter to a lot of people, but I think it, it, it matters. I think it does matter. So I don't, it's a very long winded way of saying, I don't know how to put a cap on this off season because it feels like it, it, like now we're at like, this is how we put a cap on it is determined by what happens now. Job's not finished. No. Job's not, listen, it, we're staring at a team where you can make an argument that there are 11 players who need to absolutely be in the rotation and there are only 10 spots. And you essentially, if you're Tom Thibodeau, have to hope for a trade. And if a trade doesn't materialize, then there needs to be an injury and you don't hope for an injury. And you can't leave Evan Forney out of the rotation because he's making $18 million. And you can't leave Cam Reddish out of the rotation because this is a contract year and you just traded a protected first round pick for him. And you can't trade Quentin Grimes that, or you can't take Quentin Grimes out of the rotation because of what we just saw and the fact that he was clearly a player that Tibbs liked. So, and I haven't even talked about Deuce McBride and Derek Rose and all like there's just they haven't tied up the loose ends that are there. And the best way to tie up these loose ends is most likely a Donovan Mitchell trade where more players you're you're doing the roster consolidation that we started this offseason talking about. And it would fittingly end with the with the um, offseason, so to speak. So. You know, like I could talk about where the Knicks could go from here long term, what their cap looks like, all that stuff. And I just don't feel confident with it because there's still more work that needs to be done. And it's hard to get a full read on what the next direction is without knowing what the next shoe to drop will be. So um, I like the work that the Knicks have done this far. I'm at the point where if you needed to wait Donovan Mitchell out, the Knicks are in a great position to do that because even if you take the other competition into consideration, the Knicks have assembled a good team. This is a team I expect to be in the play-in tournament and hopefully seventh, eighth, you know, Can I, in that spot. So I want to jump in there because the we referenced earlier the over-under win totals came out over the weekend. So regardless of what the Knicks do between now and the beginning of the season, they will wind up with a higher over-under win total than the fi- predicted, whatever, whatever you want to call it, the Vegas puts out, higher than the following teams. Houston, Oklahoma City, San Antonio, 
Orlando, Detroit, Indiana. They will have a higher over-under win total than those six teams. After those six, as of right now, and again, Utah may be a part of those six, but as of right this second, the next team is a bit of a jump, and that's the Kings. And then you, and then after the Kings, who are kind of in a, a territory of their own, of their own, then you jump up again a little bit, and I think Washington is the, is the next one up, and then you start to get to some of those like lower tier Eastern teams. If the Knicks don't make another move, and you told me that the at Vegas put them as the eighth lowest total, so above the Kings, but like below the Wizards and below the Hornets and below I don't even know who the lowest other Western team is. I guess I don't know, whatever. Um, it'll probably wind up being Utah even if they keep Mitchell. Like I'd be like, okay, that seems right. Maybe maybe I would argue that they should be the ninth lowest. Maybe I should argue that they should be higher than Charlotte too, so tenth lowest. Um, really? But, what do you think they should be? Who do you think they're going to be higher than? I mean, I'm just saying we talked about 37 and 45 with this team and Kemba Walker was just showing the door and Jalen Brunson's a much better player. And Evan role is going to be mitigated or or downsized a bit and you're going to have Clayton Grimes there too. So other than the six tanking teams, other than the six tanking teams and let's say that they're higher than, let's give them the benefit of the doubt that they're higher than Washington that they're higher than Charlotte and that they're higher than Utah. Even if Utah has Donovan Mitchell, let's say, so that's 10th lowest, right? Who else are they higher than? I mean, can you just look at last, last year's draft too? Like, I I still go back to the fact that I feel like they are, they were a, they're a good team that had a down year and they improved. Okay. But okay. That's that's where I'm at. They're not going to be higher than Portland. Sure. On paper, but that, I'm just talking okay. about the. I'm talking about I the understand. number they're going to get. I mean, that's all I'm talking about. The number they're going to. Do you think? Get. Do you think Charlotte's going to be a better team? I think there's a chance that the Knicks have a better, a higher over under than Charlotte. Okay, I think that's probable. There's that's two true. things going on here, Jeremy. He's literally not. He's not saying whether he thinks the Knicks will be better. He's I'm saying just, what Vegas will. Well, yeah, sure. Over under numbers. If Vegas right, wants to bet on the Knicks like they did in 2020, but with a slightly different dip because that's all I'm saying. Sure, I I thought you were saying for you. No, 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 that's for Vegas. Sure, if Vegas wants to think that way, then I understand why. If they believe it's not going to work out, I get that. Yeah, sorry. And and this is my this is my way of 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 arriving at this point, which is that you could tell me the Knicks if they do not trade for Donovan Mitchell are the sixth seed next year, and well. The net situation complicates that because assuming the Nets take KD into the season, you would find it probably hard to believe that the Knicks would finish with a better record than the Nets. Um, I do think Toronto is really good. And then you have the top four teams in the East. But like, if you told me that today, I'm like, okay, man, something must have happened. But I, I believe it. I buy it. And then if you told me things went sideways and then they were eighth, ninth, tenth, in the lottery, I'd be like, okay, I believe that too. That's the pivot point that they're at. Because if you trade for Donovan Mitchell, I do not believe that that same downside exists. So two two very different outcomes here. Jamie, also, can I? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's also interesting that Vegas thinks that the Suns are done. The, the fact the Suns are on the board would give off the 
implication that they don't feel that the Nets are trading KD to Phoenix, which I still think is kind of wild that he was just, he's destined to start the season. I mean, we'll see he's under contract. So sure. But that it's still just surprising. What would be the deal with KD for to the Suns? Yeah. They can't trade Aiton. They don't have to. You could, Mikhail yeah, why the Nets? I mean, why the all, Nets the, all the picks and Mikhail and Cam is Cam? still a... Yeah, that's a good... Why do the Nets want to do that? It's Kevin maybe, Durant. Maybe they Okay, don't. it's Kevin Durant at 34 years old as well. Kevin Durant at 34 years old gives you a chance to win a title. Yeah, Kevin Durant at 34 years old with players who are better than what the Nets have. Because I saw a team last year that got swept in the first round of the playoffs... Uh, I didn't see another team get swept in the playoffs last year. Listen, if you I'm were that for... much of a superstar, uh, you'd win at least one game, just one. Uh, but you I'm didn't. all for I'm all for that. I think one of their better players playing half the games is why they fell to seventh. But I, I get I mean, your. I'm higher on the Nets than you are. I think I, Giannis I, pushed I, it to seven against the, the conference finalists without Chris Middleton. He had. Drew Holiday, who is he's sometimes not playing yeah. for the other. Oh, right. I understand. He, he doesn't have to be honest. But again, like you're telling me he can't win one game as a superstar. A lot of superstars are out there. They won more than one game. That's all. Can I just Even say, I think, why do you love Brooklyn Andrew? <laughs> can I just say, I think, I think Vegas is sleeping on Sacramento. Sacramento has 31.5. That means Vegas thinks Sacramento is going to lose 50 games. I mean, they play on a I like conference. what they've done. I think they're yeah. going to win more than 32 games or at least sure. 32 games. What did they win last year? I don't care. Their last season was a disaster. <laughs> so last year they won 30. They're voting that eh, West. They got a guy who's probably going to be the second best player from this rookie class this year, this year only, this year. I think they got the guy who's going to be the second best rookie this year in Keegan Murray. And they got Sabonis for a full year. They, they didn't they get um they made another move. They got Malik Monk. They got Malik Monk, yeah. So take the over, get, John. I think that I I think I will be taking the over. There you go. There you then go. Vegas got you. They got you to take the over, just like they got a bunch of people to take the Knicks over last year. That's how Vegas works. They don't actually care about what they think will happen. They just think what people will bet on and then under the most. So I, think can, a, so I think it's a wins. I think it's a low number. And I, you know what I think is a high number? I think Charlotte's a high number. 36 and a half. I could see Charlotte having some serious man. They went into the they went into the shitter potential. Which yeah. spitballing. Uh, my other my other question was going to be to Jeremy. So what teams do you have the Knicks over that made the playoffs last year? Charlotte's an, an easy one to make a case for. Is Cleveland then one of them? I think you can make it a good argument for it. And then yeah. you're you're blowing up Brooklyn. Or at least not expecting them to to be I mean it's it's hard to a bet against Durant, but it, it's them, sure like so but they also you know is Ben Simmons going to play how is the fit going to work is Kevin Durant how many games are you going to get out of him like I don't mean to put him down and say they're out of the playoff picture I think that'd be wrong they're still a good team but what improvements have they really made it was Royce O'Neal is he Going to be the difference between actually do natural like, bounce back. Yeah, he's, actually, he's fine. Do like Royce O'Neal and I, but like, he's not uh, like, like Royce uh, O'Neal is not going to be that guy. guy. Right, but he's going to be a backup. Is my point. Woj bomb, but Woj Woj bomb. The Denver Nuggets are signing Australian forward Jack White to a two-way contract. Dude, son of sources tell ESPN. Jack White. Jack White. 
Is he bringing uh, uh, the uh, Seven uh, Nation uh, Army? Uh, 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 <laughs> I like that song. That's a good yeah, song. Good, yeah. Ah, you knew that song. Are impressive. we still broadcasting? We yeah, still broadcasting. We've got Super wait, Chat. Should we put a bu- All right. Just, yes. And we'll wrap Super up. Chat. Josh Kyle, how just how just JR fit with this? How does JR fit with this team if we get Mitch? Um, does he get traded if we land him? I wouldn't include. Oh, Andrew, Chicago. Obi Toppin in the deal. I was wondering if you're going to say Chicago yeah, down here was the prediction too. I yeah. would. I was going to say the same. I think the Knicks at seven, right behind Brooklyn at six, is would be my call. And the sure. Knicks are playing the Bulls in the play-in. Yeah. Sorry to get back to. If to, you were to. Sorry. Best Josh. case scenario of it. We, let's um, all go. Yes, no. Does Julius Randle get traded before the season if they land Donovan Mitchell? I say no. No. I'll say no. Yeah. Sorry, Josh. Sorry. Believe me, we're all I, we're all rooting that. for the same thing. <laughs> uh, next up, Sima Singh. What's going on, man? Thank you for the contribution. Um, congrats on 10K, guys. He's got a. There is a Knicks logo, a Mets logo, a Rangers logo, and a Giants logo in there. Three out of four ain't bad. Yeah, I agree. Three out of four ain't bad. Three out of four ain't bad because it works both ways. There Uh, there you go. One of the one of the teams has seen a championship in our lives. The other, but yeah, really the last time it's ever happened. Yeah, yeah, that's rare. Giants and Mets usually. I should say two since the Rangers won, but you were five and I wasn't born. Thank you, Jerry. All right, next. Uh, Robert Cross, first time, long time, John. It's good to have you, Robert. There is no off season. We are all out of our goddamn minds, especially me. Well, I will say this: we is this the last super chat? No, there's one more. Okay. Well, I was going to say it would be a good way to end it if I, for me to say we got lots well, more content coming up. So stay tuned to the Knicks Film, to, Film School YouTube channel, which now has 10,000 subscribers. Um, Dom Cappuccini, man. Oh, Dom. Wow. What are you doing? Uh, why? What? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Really, truly appreciate it. Always appreciate your comments and appreciate you hitting me up on DMs because I always enjoy your, uh, your thoughts. Um, savages. Figured I would have missed you guys. I missed the game, so I'll just ask a spider question. Here we go. Let's see. They send. Let's say they send off six picks and have two left over. Okay. How long do they have to wait to use the other three? Um, potentially using five in total for uh, star number two. Star number two. Uh oh! How long do they have to wait to get it's the essentially other a stepping okay. in question? So yeah. this is a stepping in question. So let's do this. Um, recap for anybody who may have missed the earlier portion of the conversation: the stepping in rule, which is named after the Cleveland Cavaliers owner who traded away so many first round picks <laughs> that the league had to basically create a rule that says you cannot trade uh, first round picks in consecutive years or more than seven years out. Um. It basically says that for the Knicks to get uh, here, so if the Knicks trade away, how many was how many did Dom give us give away in that in that one? Is it five, six? I think it was six. So the easy answer here is if they send out the four protected ones that they own from different teams: Dallas, Milwaukee, um, Washington, Washington, and Detroit, Detroit, and then they trade away. Two of their own firsts in 2023 and 2025, then 
Well, actually, by that logic, they would have to they to get five more. They would have to just acquire more first. I get. I'm trying to think what is actually the honestly the quickest way to the hmm what is, this is like a this is like a riddle because if they really give away six, I guess there's there's no easy way to get to get to five after you give away six, you would, th- the easiest way to do it would be to acquire first round picks from other teams. That would yeah, be the if, way to do it. If you get, if you're tossing six picks to Utah, the soonest you can then trade a first round pick would be 2027 due to step in because your own, your own, your own picks. Yeah. Which I'm means saying you, the four protected yeah. picks, the Knicks acquired plus one of the, 2020, the, you know, the 2023 yeah. first so, and the 2025 first. I don't think it'll go that way, but then you can't trade 2025 well, and 2026 because presumably all the protected firsts are gone. So let's, let's if we make remove it simpler. the protected first, then you're left with, okay, you can't trade future back-to-back firsts. Let, let's make it even simpler. A team can never trade away five of its first round picks. It is literally, the, the stepping yeah. room makes that impossible. So the only way you could trade five is if you have at least one pick from another team. And even then you're talking about trading the full seven years out, which you could only do if you have not traded away any of your own first round picks. I think realistically what you're angling for here is like, what's the way that they could do the Utah trade and give Utah what they want. And the, the, the simplest path towards still having enough left over specifically in draft equity to make the next trade. And my thinking would be, you figure out a way to get you that to take the four protected picks that you own plus your own 23 and 25 picks, even though, as Jeremy said earlier, I know you missed this. They, Utah probably doesn't want a 23 pick because they have a lot of 23 picks already. In order to do that, you're probably including, at the very least, you're including Grimes in the deal and m- maybe another young player put that to the side right now then you'd be able to trade away 27 and 29 but in addition to that you'd be able to trade away swaps so you're talking about maybe you open yourself up to being able to trade away swaps in 26 28 and then a year from now you could trade away a swap in 30 so that's like kind of five it's two plus three swaps that's right yeah i guess the four protected picks 2024 and 2026 all going out that's probably the sweet spot. Yeah. Keep your 2023 pick. You keep a 2025 pick. The soonest you can then trade your firsts is 2028. But here's the good news. Uh, well, no, that'd still be the case. It'd still be 2028. Uh, let yeah. me just, there's also, and again, this is what I we literally we could go talk about this stuff for hours. There's a world where I'm just very quickly spitballing this. The, the Knicks hang on to their 2024 first, right? Okay. And they make the Mitchell trade. Okay. We're sitting here and it's draft night on 2020 in 2024, two years from now, roughly. The Knicks have their own pick. The uh, Wizards pick has can maybe 2025 would be a better example, but whatever. Let's just go with 24. The Wizards pick conveys because I think it's lottery protected for the next two years, right? So let's say the Wizards sneak in as like the seventh seed. Um, and the Pistons pick conveys. I think it's top 18 protected for two years. So you know what? I'm going to amend this. Let's let's fast forward to 2025. Sorry. Fast forward to 2025. Three of these picks convey that they keep. Let's say they keep three of these, the protected ones. They could all convey in the same year. And then by that point, you'll be able to trade picks out to 20, 
32. So like you could put together a real package. If you could give a team three picks in, in a draft and they're all like decent picks, like there's lots of ways you could do it. You just have to, you know, you have to negotiate. Gotta be creative. Big and creative, which in Brock, in Brock Aller, we, we trust. Mm-hmm. Okay. Andrew. Am I reading this? It's a podcast is what Andrew would say. I, every time. I swear. <laughs> it's like, oh, good job. Like, John, now you have to read it when you react to it. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us tonight and for getting us over 10,000 subs. Hope you all enjoy the summer. We'll see you in the fall or for the next emergency live stream. I know which one of those I think it will be. Um, really seriously thank you everybody for, for getting us to 10k thanks for all the generous contributions tonight Dom you're the man thank you for that last one and uh, yeah this was fun 